Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are visiting with Mr. Tony Housie in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office. And Tony, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you all as well. Yeah. Thank you. And quite a year it was last year mm-hmm. at Camp Ripley. That's right. And Army won the the uh, December 12th Army-Navy game, so we're looking at it as a good omen for this year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, but if we do look back, uh, I know we were talking about this at the end of last year, too, that mm-hmm. it, in terms of man hours, that was one busy uh, season and one busy year at Camp Ripley. Yeah, we were put to the test. It was a good run for us. I mean, we, our... Our our uh, numbers for man days uh, almost quadrupled, you know, and it oh, was hi. it was wild for us. And we were running it like a railroad, and we were trying to keep as many folks in the training areas, in the billets, you know, uh, get them to whatever they needed to get to, and then off to get home, you know, safely. Amazing. All right. Uh, so uh, a couple of other things. We'll talk about uh, some of the, uh, if you will, external things, the the buildings and so on that are new at Camp Ripley. Yeah. And, you know, Camp, Camp Ripley is celebrating, it's going to be celebrating 92 years this the beginning of this summer. Wow. Uh, you know, and our infrastructure for the most part has advanced since then. But the, you know, the, the layout and the and the upgrades don't come as frequently as as they normally would. So we want to look at that as well. You know, we want to be able to house uh, as many folks in the summer as winter. Uh, right now we're somewhere around the 5,000 mark, I guess, as far as beds go. Uh, you know, we want to be able to get about 8,000 uh, all year round. And uh, that that's something that the that the military and a lot of our other customers are looking at is year-round opportunities for training, and we want to be able to facilitate that. Yeah. Uh, you've gotten so big, do I understand you even put a new fire hall in at Camp Ripley last yeah, year? Yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the general likes to uh, pride on the fact that it's one of the uh, only full-time fire halls uh, in central Minnesota. I mean, we uh, we staff it with quite a few folks, but they have a number of engines. Uh, you know, my brother-in-law in the Duluth Fire Department likes to get jealous about it and says, we're still pulling wagons with horses, you know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. On those hills, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, they, uh, yeah, they, we have a great fire department and a new fire hall, and it's been a great opportunity for them and the community. Hmm. Amazing. So, uh, do we want to look ahead to this year and what's coming? What's coming this year is a lot more um, development for us as well. You know, we, like I said, we we want to get those billets up so we can house year-round. We also want to get those facilities going so we can uh, allow the training to happen. Uh, the, The Army came out with a new physical fitness test. That's something that Every base, every facility in the, in the Army has had to adapt and build a training area for that. And that works out well for our, our folks in the south, you know, Georgia, South Carolina, Fort Bragg and such. But uh, up here in the frozen tundra half, half the year, we got to find a place so they can do that. Uh, one of the opportunities is to f- hopefully get a field house and an indoor training facility for them, wow. uh, which is a, you know, multi-million dollar operation but still something that we need yeah very interesting um talk about some of the visitors to camp ripley now last year i mean you had units from all over the united states canada yeah if i'm not mistaken right yeah the canadians came down and had a great time 
working with us, and they did their normal qualifications, same as they do in Canada, but then they had the opportunity to do some joint training with us and did a, a air insertion with our helicopter units. Uh, they absolutely loved that. Had a lot of staff come down from Canada to see that operation happen. Uh, and that's part of the interoperability in the joint training that we do, uh, you know, globally. We have to be prepared to work together globally wherever we are. Yeah. And were the Norwegians here last year? Remind me if that did happen. They too. were. Yeah, we did have a Norex last year. I believe it was uh, it was in April because uh, the plan for going over to Norway was that they were going to be above the Arctic Circle, and they wanted to be above the Arctic Circle in April instead of February. Uh, yeah, good so. choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have to say. Right? <laughs> uh, this year it will be in February. Uh, we're actually uh, kind of dotting the I's and crossing the T's on the last few items right now to be prepared for that, and they should be here uh, around the 3rd of February. And how long do they stay when they come? They stay about two weeks, oh, and in this okay. case... It's the 50th anniversary, so it's, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big, uh, big hoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. in fact, I want to say, and I'm going to mess this up, was it the prime minister or the president of Norway? Somebody was here visiting the governor last year. The queen, and part actually, of that, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the queen. queen. And part of that was to uh, uh, recognize this longtime partnership of training. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the longest uh, continuously running uh, reciprocal exchange in the Department of Defense. I mean, we we wow. have been partnered with them since 1947, and uh, it's a great, great, great opportunity. We keep hearing stories about, uh, you know, from whether it be from a Norwegian soldier or from one of our soldiers about how they run into somebody who has a familiarization with Minnesota because of the Norwegian exchange. Wow. Love it. And that, that just <laughs> solidifies the working environment, right? It makes that relationship much stronger, and then... That's it, you know. Man, that's pretty amazing. Now, you talked about uh, new bed units mm-hmm. uh, and upgrades there. How about on the actual training facility, like where the tanks are firing and so on? Is there upgrades happening there? There is. You know, the Army's gone through a modernization policy, and they, they've kind of changed their structure as far as how our units are built a little bit. And it's gotten back, it's, it's, it's gotten back to what it used to be 20 years ago or so. So it's not so much the... Um, collective different uh, jobs in the in the army as part as one whole unit being stationed somewhere and trying to operate that way it's more like the um, you know entire tank companies operating together and, and things like that so we need to open up maneuver space we need to open up uh, a lot of ranges and kind of bring them up to the 21st century a little bit more the nice thing about Rip, Camp Ripley uh, with a lot of our ranges is you can uh, draw the range, go out there, do what type of training exercise you need to do as far as your mission, and then clean it, clear it, and and head in, right? Which is really nice. Now we want to at least op- give that opportunity with a little bit more technology out there. So we're running fiber optic out there. We're running oh, wow. different uh, towers and uh, different uh, facilities so they can do their preliminary training and then get out and do the hands-on training. Mm. Fascinating. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Um, and, of course, uh, we've talked, too, uh, before about the uh, folks that uh, deal with the natural resources because mm-hmm. that, too, is a vital part of what you do at Camp Ripley. It is. It keeps us uh, going, going and growing, yeah. you know. Yep. And, and it's uh, such a great attribute to be able to say 
you know, the forest that makes up the areas between the training areas and things like that. And in most of our areas, the prairie grass, natural natural growth, is still going to be there. It's going to be there 50 years from now, and it was there 50 years ago. Hmm. And uh, there's a number of bases that don't follow those practices yet or are developing them just because they're so large and haven't developed those. And they're um, they're barren. They're hard to train in because of the dust and everything like that because there isn't that natural growth. Oh, really? Uh, natural grass. So uh, it's kind of a dust bowl every time you go there and drive around or it's a mud pit. Mud pit you, get, yeah. you get taller every time you walk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so... So we're, we're very lucky to have a, a strong environmental team and a strong amount of partners. We have both federal and state and local partners that are just incredible to work with. Uh, soil and water conservation, um, all the folks from Crow Wing uh, and Morrison County, and it's great. It's an amazing opportunity as well. Yeah, and there was a focus on water runoff too, wasn't there? There was, yeah. we <laughs> One good rainstorm uh and it was because of just the circumstances of the construction that was going on in that area and the rainstorm at the same time. And there were a bunch of, you know, TikTok, YouTube videos of uh, our soldiers canoeing in their uh, parking lots and uh, oh, training areas. <laughs> so yeah. um, they had fun with that. But, yeah, uh, so we had to figure out how to take care of the runoff, a lot of the flooding mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of coming through Camp Ripley. And, and we ended up uh, developing a couple of... Uh, large runoff pits that uh, we're able to drain into, mm-hmm. get kind of that cluster of stuff before it goes into the river. Okay. Good. So I uh, would assume you have cold weather training going on as we speak? Uh, yes. The staff is doing cold weather training for sure. So, But <laughs> we're getting ready for um, our friends from the Navy to come back and do the cutting holes in the ice and diving <laughs> under the ice. Uh, that takes a whole lot of special right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you always get a kick out of the fact that some of these guys are coming from Hawaii and Absolutely. other warm destinations to dive under our ice, which is, I think, just kind of unique. It is fun. It's, it's even fun just to tell them about wolves and watch their face. <laughs> <laughs> and there are wolves on camp, right? right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're excited to come again. Um, the Coast Guard uh, has uh, permanently set their school on Camp Ripley, so we're happy to facilitate their needs cool. as well, give them some space. Uh, you know, hopefully in the future here we'll develop a few buildings for them. And um, yeah, that's a, that's an exciting feather in our cap to be able to have that partnership. Yeah. Um, how about uh, other partnerships, both military and civic, if you will, as you head into this year? This year, yeah, we're, we're still looking at a lot of law enforcement coming on for training. Uh, like the State Patrol, for example, this will be the first year that they're doing two academy classes really? that are actually going to overlap. Uh, so that'll be a great thing for them, mm-hmm. uh, using a lot of facilities as well, the DNR uh, also. And, you know, we're fortunate here in Minnesota to have uh, clear and mostly ice-free roads and uh, we want to take credit for that that <laughs> that they came onto camp ripley this fall and pushed dirt around so that's right the uh snowplow drivers the snowplow drivers for the whole state yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, and you still do uh, civilian partnerships, too. I'm thinking the Boy Scouts get to utilize it at one point. Yeah, the Boy Scouts, I, I'm not 100%. Yeah, this year is their big rendezvous. So we're looking at probably 4,000 Boy Scouts to come on. Wow. And, uh, camp we're going to need and, more beds. <laughs> yeah, have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And um, uh, it seems to me, too, Central Lakes College uh, is another one of your civilian partners. They are civilian partners, and they... they they have a good firefighter program, law enforcement program, uh, and they come down and use our training areas quite a bit. Uh, and they actually give us an opportunity to see some unique things being done. So mm-hmm. it gives us the chance to say, yeah, we can, you know, we can help facilitate that and or bring that up for another training event or whatever. And, you know, there'll be 20-foot plumes of fire in the air, and then we'll say, yeah, we can, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Sweet. So, Tony, if our listeners want to learn more about what's going on at Camp Ripley and things that they might be able to partake in, what's the best way to, to find all that information? You know, there's we're really starting again our uh, social media program and trying to build that cool. up into a nice, big, robust program again. Uh, so we'll be on a lot of different platforms. Uh, if they do have questions, they're always welcome to call me at my desk. Uh, my number is 320-616-3122. Cool. One other question for you. Last year was a year where we had a lot of big booms going on mm-hmm. that uh, happened both day and night. <laughs> and I know there was a lot of, uh, in fact, you use social media to reach out to your surrounding communities to let them know when you were going to do that. But is night training going to be another part of this summer's activity? Night training is, is going to be a part. And, and it won't just be the guns firing. There'll be a lot of aircraft doing uh, low-level operations. Of course, they have to stay above a certain ceiling so they're not going to be you know buzzing your backyard or anything like that so no buzz in the tower huh? no buzz in the tower okay yeah. <laughs> no, no, there will be we'll be training and we'll do our best to keep the public aware of what's happening and uh, if they have questions they're more than welcome to ask yeah wow it is uh, such a cool facility and uh, we really appreciate you being here tony to keep us up to speed on what's happening and i suppose next time we see you we'll be talking about norwegians we'll be talking norwegians yes okay norwegians are coming i'll do i'll do my best now to bring my accent with (laughs) all of us kind of have that going here yeah we do yeah (laughs) all right tony thank you so much for being here today thank you uh Mr. Tony Housie is in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office, keeping us up to speed on what's happening at Camp Ripley. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can always listen to through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.